On today's Spotlight on KRWC, we welcome two guests to our phone lines today for Spotlight. And to the best of my knowledge, this is a, a first time for this organization on the program. Timber Bay uh, is a Ministry of Youth Investment Foundation. This is from their website, uh, an organization of dedicated youth workers committed to personal ongoing mentorship with young people. We have two guests with that organization with us today, Barry Green and Paul Vorderbrücken. And gentlemen, welcome. Thanks for being with us today. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Um, Let's uh, start maybe with uh, a little introduction of of both. And uh, Barry, maybe we can go with you first. Barry Green, tell us a little bit about uh, what you do with Timber Bay and and where you're headquartered at. Okay, so uh, I'm, uh, I live in Corcoran. The, the office for Youth Investment Foundation is in, in uh, Medina. Uh, the camp is up, between, up by Mille Lacs between Onamia and Garrison. I am the camp facilities manager. I'm actually one of the new guys. I was um, recently brought on staff to, to, for that role, and um, I'm formally starting December 1st, in, at least in a part-time capacity. And so I will be seeing to it that everything is ready, prepared for the teenagers and their area directors and staff and volunteers when they come to camp. So I'm, I'm uh, support. So I'm, I'm, you know, accommodating them, serving them for when they come to camp to have their, you know, relaxing and restful time and, and they can do mentoring. Okay, very good. And Paul, you're the you're right here in our area, right in Buffalo. I am, and and maybe to understand that a little bit better is is to give you just a, a little bit of information that Timber Bay is kind of a a very unique blend of camping and community activities, and so we have staff like myself that live in different communities around the state, and we uh, we we serve youth in those communities, and then we have the camp, like Barry mentioned, up by Lake Malax, where we bring them. Oh, for uh, a weekend at a time, um, uh, six, seven, eight times a year. And uh, I've been with Timber Bay for 25 years now, so I'm one of the old timers. And um, I started back in about 1993 as an outreach worker in, in our Hopkins Timber Bay area. And then I actually had Barry's job for a while. I lived up at the camp with my wife and and my kids for about seven years as the facilities manager, and then uh, moved from the camp to Buffalo, Minnesota, and started a Timber Bay area in St. Michael, and ran that for about eight years. And then, uh, oh, I don't know, for the last, I guess, six or seven years, I've been in uh, the community of Buffalo as the Buffalo area director. Very good. And I was just uh, looking on the website, and boy, you've got all kinds of associates here in uh, various parts of, I guess, primarily, what, uh, East Central, Central, and North Central Minnesota? Is that fair? Yeah, we're we're open to starting Timber Bay areas wherever there's a need and wherever there are people that are willing to meet that need. But right now, I, I think we're at about 13 areas, is it, Barry? 13 right. or 14? Yep, North, uh, North Branch slash... Forest Lake is just opening, and we're um, going to be opening for very soon, and Spooner, Wisconsin is brand new. Mm-hmm. And, and historically, um, although we're, we're not opposed to starting areas within 
inner city areas. Historically, we've stuck to more suburban and rural areas because we feel that those are, are very underserved areas, especially when it comes to serving the, the kids that, that, we, uh, that we aim at. And talk a little bit about this is a, uh, a spiritual, spiritually based uh, organization. Talk a little bit about that and, and then some of the, um, the teens that you uh, serve and, and um, that you help out with the programs. Sure. We are, I guess the way I like to put it is we are a Christian faith-based organization, but we don't have a set of beliefs or requirements for the kids that come. We're we're open to kids from all sorts of of backgrounds. Um, And as a matter of fact, I would say, uh, I kind of like to joke that we're the only Christian organization I know of that 90% of our members are not Christians. Um, but we believe that the teachings of, of the Bible and the teachings of Christ are applicable to anyone, wherever they're at. Um, and so as staff people, that's what we focus on when it comes to our, to our kids. But what we really want to provide is a place where kids can examine their beliefs, where they can speak about their beliefs, where they have a safe place. Um, Again, the way I like to put it with our kids is when we're having our discussion group times, I tell them, if you could say whatever you wanted to say about blank and nobody was going to tell you to shut up and nobody's going to tell you you're stupid, what would you want to say? And just open it up for some amazing discussions. Um, Barry, maybe you could add more to that, too, from, from what you know of. Right. Well, so we're trying to create an atmosphere where the kids can... Uh, challenge their own belief system and those of the people around them and say, okay, what do I really believe? What, what actually is true? And what, um, how does it apply to me? And we're, we're trying to serve the kids that don't fit into a youth group setting. But honestly, they, they, they don't. I mean, they're, they're coming from backgrounds where they, generally speaking, don't necessarily have any faith history in you know, in their family. Um, if they did, it was it's not stressed. And and so we're trying to reach kids that, um, I don't know how to describe it, but uh, generally speaking, they're, they're teenagers that society kind of tries to push aside because they don't want to have to deal with them. And so we're reaching out to these kids from, they come from hard places in life, and they're, they just, they're kind of behind the eight ball with, as per how the world thinks and so we're trying to reach them and and you know give them hope and give them something to look forward to to feel like they can be a part of something and they're not just you know shunned or they're not just looked down on and or anything like that it's just we want to make them feel included and make them feel loved and give them a place where they can feel free from the stress that life brings people. And that's what Timber Bay um, tries to accomplish. Uh, If I could add one more thing to that, too, is I think as in general, as a society, we do a great job of promoting physical health. And uh, we're doing an even better job now than we have in the past of of talking about mental health issues. And there are great places where where kids can learn about all that kind of stuff. I think the one 
place that that we feel that's missing in all that discussion is spiritual health. And uh, I think when it comes to physical health and mental health, a lot of that is just a matter of habits and discipline. Um, but in my experience and from what I've seen, it's the, the underlying spiritual health that really prompts us to those. It, it, it answers the why questions that uh, especially a lot of, like Barry said, a lot of the, the kids that we serve don't come from a faith background. And so we offer them the answer to the whys rather than the hows, if that makes sense. Our guests on Spotlight today, Barry Green and Paul Borderbruggen, uh, representing Timber Bay. And gentlemen, uh, talk a little bit about, uh, first of all, what ages are served here too, obviously teens, but I'm not sure of you know, the, the guidelines there for ages. And then uh, as far as uh, how uh, do you work in conjunction with um, uh, other organizations such as churches, or where, or where does the outreach come from? How do the teens uh, get involved? How do they find you, or how do you find them? Sure. Well, I can tell you um, what we do here in Buffalo, and... Uh, I preface that by saying that one of the unique things about Timber Bay is that we're not a cookie cutter kind of program where every area that we serve looks the same. We all look very different and um, we have a few passions in common as far as the, the camping aspect of what we do and the kids that we serve. But in Buffalo, um, we serve middle school and high school age kids uh, every Tuesday night, we have a senior high group, and every Thursday afternoon, we have a middle school group, um, both boys and girls. Uh, there's myself and four other staff people here in Buffalo right now. And for the most part, the kids that, that we serve come to us because they've heard about us from, from friends of theirs. And for me, that's the most effective way when when kids hear about us just from their friends and and come and check us out that way. But we also have uh, strong relationships with the the school district where uh, we work in conjunction with them as far as recruiting kids. We, we also work with um, Wright County Juvenile Justice Department and uh, get referrals from, from them at from times. Um, a number of the different counseling centers in Wright County are very familiar with us and uh, and um, promote us among their their clients, uh, Wright County Mental Health. Um, so we we work together with a number of different agencies throughout Wright County because we we don't believe that we have all the answers for all the kids that that we serve, and it's important for us to know what else is out there um, for the the needs of kids that that we can't handle. Um, there are. Uh, again, as Barry kind of mentioned, what we focus on is a sense of belonging and safety for our kids, the, the place where they can just be and know that they're cared for. And there are other organizations such as uh, Buffalo Food Shelf or Love Incorporate or Love Inc. that can that can meet the very real physical needs of kids. We focus more on the, uh, like I said, the spiritual needs. And about how many, and I'm sure this can vary from location to location throughout, uh, you know, the state or region, but uh, in our Wright County area or in Buffalo, uh, how many do you serve on an average basis? 
Sure. Um, and that's a, that's a kind of a tough question to answer because, like you said, it, it varies, and oftentimes it varies week to week. Um, the way I like to look at what we do is, is kind of like a funnel where we have the large mouth of the funnel, and if, we, if all the kids that we serve showed up on one night within, uh, within the Buffalo area, you'd be looking at about 25 to 30 kids. Um, and our, our group meetings serve as that, that mouth of the funnel where kids can just come and have a good meal, have a good discussion, be cared about for an evening. But then we like to work that down into smaller group settings where we do service projects with our kids. We do, again, we, we get to know the, the kids that we serve so that we can meet their needs in particular. So we've done cooking groups with kids. We've done bicycle repair groups with kids. We've done Frisbee golf groups with kids. We, we, so we get to that the smaller group part, but then eventually we want to get to that one-on-one mentoring with kids. And that to me is where the rubber meets the road. That's where the, the real change, that's where we see that the real change happening in the lives of, of our kids. So, you know, we can say we have 25, 30, 35 kids that, that we're reaching, and, and, uh, but what we're really aiming for is that, that one-on-one mentoring. Um, and we have kids, and like I mentioned, I've been around for 25 years, so I have Timber Bay kids who are in their 30s that we're still connected with, that maybe we met when they were 13 or 14 years old. Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a wide variety. <laughs> Sure. And uh, tell us a little bit about the the camp itself. Now, I, I don't know how that was affected this summer in this uh, strange year of 2020, but talk about where the camp is. The, I'm talking the retreat center and mm-hmm. and some of what you do there. Well, that's located um, about a mile from Mille Lacs between Onamia and Garrison on Little Whitefish Lake. And uh, this summer, they were closed down for a while, and then we could open back up for groups of 10 or less. So we'd have 10, like eight kids and two staff in a cabin, for example. Um, and all the areas, anywhere from Spirit Lake all the way up to, to Wisconsin, they all send their kids to that camp at different times. And so, you know, in the past, we've had up to, I mean, we can accommodate up to 100 people, so we can actually have you know, sometimes a church group will rent a facility to come on a retreat, and we actually have a system where a pastor can can use, you know, their first night is free overnight just as a ministry to them to, to get away and to, you know, just to, to pray and be with their family or whatever, that type of thing. Um, but there's also, uh, we have a well, Rachel is the administrator up there. She has a ministry called Raise Hope. There's a barn. She has these um, rescue animals that have their own story, and the kids can come and see those animals and take care of them and hear their story, and, and they kind of relate to them, and it's kind of a healing thing for them to, the, to know that they can love someone who's been wounded like they were t- type of deal. Um, so we have six cabins and the barn and the lodge and all this stuff you can see on timberbay.org and there's or camp.timberbay.org um the lodge and then we have an outpost cabin which is way out and 
we have these work projects where, like, we have a picnic shelter that the kids built. Paul, was that – were you in on that when that was built 10 or 15 uh, yeah. years ago? Yep. So they, they, they come in, and we had a craftsman come in to teach the kids how to timber frame. So they take the entire tree and they carve it into, you know, a post or part of a part of a truss or whatever, and they have the pegs that's all pegged together, and there's, you know – the wood itself is the fastener, and then so there's this huge, uh, you know, I'd probably say 25 by 40 picnic shelter that the kids built. So we've improved their their sense of accomplishment, their self-esteem. They've learned a skill. You know, they've worked as a team. They have a bigger picture. You know, this is not only going to help us, but the kids that come behind us, it'll help them. And and so, you know, our, our reach is, is many-faceted. Um, I would mention too, Race Hope. Uh, they would have a need in if somebody wanted to um, to help Race Hope out. There was they have these miniature horses and a, and a donkey on, you know, there. But two uh, dogs that were stray or whatever came in and attacked those animals. So, you know, they they're okay. They didn't kill them. But um, Rachel would like to have, you know, panels. That can, and it's like it looks like a hog panel. It's about 50 inches high and 16 feet long, and she can surround those corral and you know as a corral and keep the those an, other animals that are stray or whatever out, you know, and keep those animals protected. So there is a need there if somebody wanted to address that too. I think those are about 40 bucks at at Fleet Farm or some something like that. But and I, if I could add. A couple things to that as well, um, uh, and not not to correct Barry, but um, sure. I, I just want to make sure that it's understood that we, the staff people that work in the communities, we are the ones that bring our kids to the camp. Right. Um, it's not like uh, a lot of other camps where the kids are sent there for a weekend or a week and, and then they come back. One of the one of the prime foundations of Timber Bay is that we're the camp that comes home with the kids. Because when Timber Bay was first started back in 1970, that was one of the issues that, that a, a number of different camping ministries were, were dealing with, was how do we, when kids go to camp, they get super excited, they, they have a great time, they go home, and a week or two later, that excitement wears off, the commitment wears off, they're, and, and so Timber Bay was, was designed as the camp that comes home with the kids. So when um, when we go to camp, it's myself and my other staff people, number of volunteers that go with the kids. We do all the programming um, at, at camp and uh, all the teaching, all that's involved with that, and then we're the ones that come home with them. Uh, and then within Buffalo, we also, besides using Timber Bay Camp, we also, in the summertime, do two tent camping trips with our kids, uh, mainly with our senior high kids. And we we do one. We just randomly pick a Minnesota state park, and we spend uh, three days and two nights uh, camping there. Um, and then we do a, a little bit longer trip out to the Badlands of South Dakota and Mount Rushmore, and we, we spend uh, four days and three nights camping there. So the outdoor aspect of, of what we do is, is very important. And along with what Barry was saying, uh, the way I like to put it 
is over the last 50 years of the development of Timber Bay Camp, everything, if you make it up to camp, everything that you see there was either built entirely by or at least worked on by our Timber Bay kids. And if you go to the website, it's just, and you look at the pictures of the buildings, the camp itself, it's just a beautiful, beautiful place. But yeah. it's been built by our kids over the last 50 years. I've been doing that as you're talking here, and uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, all of the, well, the main lodge itself, but uh, the, the the small lodges, the other smaller buildings, all look very, very nice. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, there. There, the camp is a wonderful tool to have available to us, and um, like Barry was saying, it's it's just amazing to see kids that a lot of people are just kind of tired of dealing with, see them have a sense of accomplishment uh, of building something. And, and just one quick story, it, when I lived up at camp as a facilities manager, and this will be a big part of Barry's role up at camp, was um, uh, designing the work group projects for kids. So when kids came up for a weekend to for our work crew camps, they had a, a project to do that they could that they could finish, that they could feel proud of, and that would last a long time. And unfortunately, there are some projects that um, are just maintenance kind of projects. And, and one uh, work crew, we spent a whole week in the middle of August during the hottest part of the year spreading wood chips over all the, the paths. And I'm the one who's organizing with the with the kids and giving them directions. And the whole time I'm thinking, oh, they're just going to hate this. They're never going to want to come back to camp. And uh, I thought it was just a miserable week. Well, later on in the fall, those same kids that were doing that work crew came up for just a regular fall weekend camp. And one of the girls um, was showing her friends around, taking them around camp, saying, oh, we put wood chips here. And yeah, we did this path over here. And she was so excited and so proud of what, what she had done, even though it was just moving wood chips all weekend. And that that's the value that we see in 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 the camping part of what we do. Huh, interesting. You never know. You never know what's going to make the connection there, gentlemen. If I'm right. if I'm hearing you right, um, basically you're kind of you're really helping a, a group of uh, both you know young males and females that are just. It seems like you're telling me that they're just kind of trying to find a place, just trying to find mm-hmm. out what you know, where they fit into the whole the whole equation. Yes. That you that you're exactly right. We wanna find their they wanna find their place in life and we're helping them to understand mm-hmm. who they are and who they can be. Yeah, we, we try to avoid labels with with our kids. Um we feel they get a lot of that in their everyday life. For instance I was um talking to a concerned parent a couple weeks ago uh, and explaining Timber Bay to her and, and helping her uh, understand what we were about. And she said, you know, it sounds like a good place to be for people who need a good place to be. And that described it really well, I thought. Um, yeah. We do, I, I still, because I'm old-fashioned, I still use the term at risk. Um, but the way I like to qualify it is by saying we're, we we serve kids who are dealing with things in life that might put them at risk of, of negative or unhealthy behaviors in the future. 
Um, and those things that they're dealing with are a whole wide variety of things. All right. Uh, we're kind of running out of time here. Please tell us um, how people can connect with you. Um, tell us um, a little bit more about uh, the specifics of, you know, how often you meet and, and what the what the more week-by-week things are. Sure. Um, a lot of times, um, whenever I get a chance to, I like to mention that there are basically three ways that people can get involved with us. Um, number one, uh, because we are uh, a, a Christian faith-based organization, we, we find it necessary and uh, to have people praying for us. And one of the things that, that I do as an area director is I send out monthly emails with, with different prayer requests and updates so that people can be involved with what we do by, by supporting myself and the staff people and, and our kids in, in prayer. Uh, another way that people can get involved is through direct financial support. Um, but 75% of our financial support comes from individuals who either commit to give on a monthly basis or uh, give as they can throughout the year. We, we don't accept or we don't seek out any, any government support. Um, it all comes from individuals, local churches, local service organizations like Lions Clubs and Rotary Clubs and, and, and that type of thing. And uh, the third way that people can be involved is through volunteering. And that's a little bit tougher right now with, with COVID-19 stuff going on. Um, but uh, in, in Buffalo, we've often uh, had people volunteer either with our weekly groups and uh, volunteer in, in directly mentoring kids. But we also look for people who can maybe provide a meal or maybe even bake cookies. Or, um, But, again, that, that's kind of on hold right now. Um, but for a more direct answer to your question, too, we, we meet every Tuesday night with our senior hires. We meet at the Buffalo Evangelical Free Church. They, they let us use their youth room. And um, we meet it from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock on Tuesdays. And then on Thursdays, we meet with our middle school group, and the Buffalo Covenant Church lets us use their, their youth room for that, and we meet from 3.30 to 5. If there are people out there that are interested in becoming involved somehow or maybe have a, a, a son or daughter that they think this might be a good fit for them, um, I can give you my phone number. Uh, that would be 763 Four eight six two seven zero six. Again, that's seven six three four eight six two seven zero six, and they can call me with with any other questions. One thing I'd like to mention too is that their Timber Bay has a scholarship fund. Some of the kids um, may not necessarily be able to um, afford the the price of what it costs to go to camp. And so there's a scholarship fund at camp.timberbay or at timberbay.org. You could send in um, money for the scholarship fund, and that goes to help pay for the kids to get to camp. And so that, that would be helpful as well. Great. And lastly, uh, remind us again where they can find your presence uh, online or any other social media and, um, and where they go for more questions. 
Sure. Our website is www.timberbay.org. Um, and then once they get to the website, there's links on there to the different community uh, areas that we're, that we're active in. And that's www.timberbay.org. And, uh, and again, they can always call me at uh, me, being Paul Vorderbruggen, at 763-486-2706. Excellent. Gentlemen, thanks for being with us today. Paul Vorderbruggen, uh, Area Director for Timber Bay here in the Buffalo area, and Barry Green, who's the Camp Facilities Manager. Great topic. Um, continued success in your work, and uh, hopefully this uh, year of 2021 will be a little bit uh, a little bit easier to organize. I'm sure it's been a challenge this year. Thank yep. you, yes. Yep. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, we appreciate it. Okay, we'll talk again sometime uh, right. down the road here and, and remind everybody again. All, All right, good. Thank, thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Have a good day. You too. All right, so guests from Timber Bay, Barry Green and Paul Vorderbruggen, our guests on today's Spotlight here on KRWC.